0: And hello everybody, it is Tom Shadolf, and it is the Network Marketing Leadership Show and it is going to be a great day. We've got one of the all-time characters in the entire world, not, you know, even beyond network marketing in John Milton Fogg. Uh, This guy is a character of epic proportion. I have known him for so long. I have loved him with all of my heart. I have fought with him. Like cats and dogs, I know his three beautiful daughters. I know his son. I loved his mother Eleanor Habercorn because Habercorn is a family name. She was something else too. So John Milton Fogg's with us,
1: or oh, you didn't even know I knew all. I, that. Did, I didn't know the Habercorn thing for sure. That's amazing. I was gonna surprise you with that,
2: Adrian. You might want to consider contact mapping.
0: Her name <laughs> wasn't Eleanor. What was it? It was. Eleanor, oh Eleanor, Well, good I thought I thought it, I thought maybe I had messed that up. So that's exciting. I don't want to side on. I never look at myself on camera, and I just noticed that. So that's sad. So John, how are you? Never better. It looks so good, and you sent me a note about that little two words that. We chatted about it. Remember when we talked about the fact that I've been saying that since the day I met you until about a month ago, you hated me for saying that because never better. You thought was such a cliche and now you're saying it to people.
2: Unbelievable. Old dog, new tricks. Fog, new trick. I
0: I commented actually that you had been reborn because I saw the death of a curmudgeon and the birth of an unbelievable man. And uh, I don't know what happened up there on that big, big estate up there in Virginia, but whatever had happened, I want to give a great reward to either God, Jesus, or whoever put his hand on your shoulder and said, John, there is an easier, softer way. So congratulations and welcome to the show.
2: Divorce is magic.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to pull that elephant out of the refrigerator, but you did. And that's good. So we're here to talk to you about your past. And the reason I want to talk about your past is, no, I was on a, on a big old webinar a couple of days ago, Richard was giving you credit for so much in his life prior to him being invited. you recommended to Success Magazine that they get Richard Bliss Brook on the cover of Success Magazine with an interview a lot, and you know that you yeah, catapulted him above the Amway people and the icons in the business because of his chicken story and his intellect and he was really giving you accolades for what you've done as a pioneer in the network marketing world and the influence that you had and have still today, and I want you to talk about just your history real quickly. How far you go back, the greatest networker, all the things John Milton Fogg, because it's an interesting saga.
2: Oh, Lord, come on, Tom. What, uh, network marketing, somewhere in the 80s. Uh, You remember Celtec Blue Green Algae? Sure. That's where I started. Wow. And uh, I, I was a marketer and had run an ad, a, a boutique advertising agency. And I was a health freak. I was, uh, had done macrobiotics, brown rice and miso soup, for 20 years. A whole bunch of the macro people got into this blue-green algae. Um, my wife at the time and I tried it. Uh forgot to take it after about 25 days and a couple of days later realized in the afternoon we both wanted to take a nap which we never did and we thought oh my goodness it's the algae. So I went after it and um, uh, first week I was in the business I wrote a newsletter. Second week I was in the business I wrote three newsletters I wrote a six-page sales letter, mailed it to 160 some people, and I got 135 people who ordered, and 40 people joined the business, and I blew it all because I didn't know my butt from a bullet hole. Yep, it was one major thing. Um, God bless Marta Coleman who was the wife of Daryl Coleman running the company, called me up and said, who the heck are you? I've seen these newsletters, these are great. Uh, tell me your story. And I ended up working for Tech, and I was much better at helping them with their marketing and their brochures and their training stuff than I was being a distributor. I had a fundamental challenge with being a distributor. I didn't particularly care for people.
0: (laughs) No kidding. I was going to say that. So thank you for saying that to us. That's exciting.
2: And that, and, and this is how Brooke and I connected. Um, I went, uh, chasing after him. I had the idea for what became Upline. started with MLM success. And, uh, Scott DeGarmo was the publisher and the editor. And he called me up and he said, wow, I just want to encourage you, blah, 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 blah. And by the way, our lawyers don't like that you use the term success for your publication. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll license it to you for a dollar, a dollar a year. And I put the phone down and I'm thinking, I grew up on the East Coast this is a New York publisher editor telling me his lawyers want to license this to me for a buck. I'm thinking, I'm dead meat. If not this year, next year. And so I called him back in an hour and I said, Hey, Scott, thank you so much. We changed the name to Upline. And rest being history. In terms of my connection with Brooke, I went after I don't know how many CEOs and presidents when I first started MLM success and Richard was the only one who took my call and we talked for 45 minutes. Wow! And then he sent me a little copy of YouTube by Dr. Price Pritchett, you know, that, that uh, fly story. Mm-hmm. In there. And, uh, uh, through him, I connected with Dr. Carol McCall because Richard at that point was running Oxyfresh and it was really an excuse. He he needed a comp plan for his personal development mission. And all his leaders, and he invited me, um, and uh, there are stories to the left of this and stories to the right of this, but I got involved with Dr. Carol McCall And learned about listening. Yeah. And that was the thing that changed my ability to care about people, is to learn how to listen. And uh, I I, I make no claim, Thomas, to to any mastery of either relationships or partnerships or listening, for that matter. But I'm good at it. And, uh, you know, I mean, you do it for 30 years, you get good at something. I
0: listened to you every Sunday morning for about a year (laughs) and we had a, every Sunday morning he and I would have a conversation for about 40 minutes. And he's such a good listener that I made a commitment that I wasn't going to speak until he was done. And he had already that commitment. And sometimes we'd have like 10 and 15 second gaps in conversation. And it was such an odd, odd dichotomy between he and I because that's not me in any shape. or. The, but I was not going to let him win. And uh, he has taught me so much. And he actually hooked me up with Brooke. And uh, my deep love of Brooke actually started, even though I knew him, I did not understand the depth of the human until interacting with John Fogg and really getting into a lot of John Fogg's life where I really realized the relationships you have and the deep relationships and the love that you have from people like Gage and Jonak and people all over the world. And I've just watched that evolve for so long. And, uh, it's exciting, John, to see, you to see you finding your stride and not trying to be a distributor, but trying to be a trainer of listening and communication in a complete sound blast industry and world. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, I, I my focus listening speaking and listening is part of it tom but i i shifted to this thing i'm doing now metanoics and the reason for that is because whether it's network marketing or contact mapping or anything um, the key to living in what i call living in 3d as you desire as you dream and as you deserve um it's training your mind and so this is what i do about me and whatever value i have is to offer to people here are these things i'm doing here's what's working here's what's not working and it's not like um you know, there's, there's great advice out there that says, Hey, if you want financial advice, don't talk to somebody who's bankrupt, talk to somebody who's financially successful. And in terms of being a coach, um, there's actually an advantage to talking to somebody who's not enlightened, but who's down there in the trenches, messing with the same stuff you're messing with. And that's me. And I am, I'm in consistent, surprise sometimes shock that at 72 years old i'm doing the work on me that i'm doing i really thought that that was done around 50 something but i'm probably spending more time and digging deeper into what makes people tick and especially me
1: and what that that's it i think that's a really interesting thing to think about as somebody, you know, I'm in my thirties. I agree. You know, you would, you would expect that you.
2: What you can do, Adrian, take the next 40 years off. (laughs) Cruise for
1: the next 40 years and come on back when you're 70. There we go. Perfect. That's a great plan. So what, what do you think has you going deeper now in your seventies than ever before?
2: I don't know the extent to which some number of other people share this but uh do you know the movie with uh Jack Nicholson where he's this OCD guy what's it as is it as good as it gets um where he's making these moves with his waitress Helen Hunt yeah and she at one point, she's really fed up with this guy and he's eminently fed up ball. I mean, he's a pain in the... Blah. And she says, why are you doing this? Why are you still after me? And he says, because you make me want to be a better man. Right. I think that's my favorite line uh, outside of whatever Bogart said in Casablanca. That's my favorite line in any movie and that's what i want adrian i want to be a better man
0: Break, john that Your was a good that was but they're so slow he landing. talks so slow we'll be right back right after this it's the network marketing leadership show
1: and we're back that all was right perfect that oh, was too that deep was... a question and you actually did you just fine it. don't yeah, let so him don't, you don't go
0: back to it until after the break because people are actually listening to the break and richard brooke loves the commercials here and doesn't like the commercials on the radio I have to do a plug for somebody besides you, Adrian. Tomorrow, there is a big book getting launched by Larry and Taylor Thompson. Oh, and there cool. are some really, really, really cool people that are going to be in this book. You want to make sure that you watch their Facebook Live wall tomorrow at 11 o'clock Mountain Time. So that's noon central. At facebook.com forward slash Larry and Taylor. They've got Ron Henley. They've got my favorite one of the batch, Jeff. Guess. Guess. Jeff who? Roberti. No. Weisberg.
1: Weisberg's (laughs) in the
0: book somehow. I can't believe they gave him a chapter. So whatever they did, they did. So he gets a chapter in the book. So Roberti's going to be on there. Roberti was in town a few weeks ago. Dan Stamen, uh, one of the guys in the book. I mean, it's just a tremendous old book about a bunch of old network marketing going back to the ages of Herbalife and all those things. And that's tomorrow. So make sure that you guys all go there and watch it. And when you go there and watch it, put in the comments, Tom sent you, because I love those guys and they've been very, very good to us. So, Um, unbelievable people all the way around. That's exciting. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And they're very upset because they have no influence and they can't get the word out except through us. So I thought that was awesome. I was kidding. It's a joke. Go ahead. (laughs)
1: What else? What's going on with contact mapping? (laughs) You are just unbelievable. You're a piece of work. I love you. (laughs) So, you know, it's it's really interesting what you said about this kind of deeper inquiry and that transition from speaking and listening as a transformative skill in its own right, but getting deeper down into transforming yourself and your way of thinking and your way of being in the world, being intertwined in that work. And so I guess my question is, how, what, why is that other layer so important to get down past even that sort of skill of speaking and listening into this deeper connection of, getting into yourself, John?
2: Uh, Adrian, it's based on an axiom, which I've come to, and I've come kicking and screaming. And that is that everything in your life experience is a result of your conscious and subconscious thoughts and beliefs. Everything. There are no exceptions. and. You know, Tom and I went through some workshop stuff where that was a mantra. That was a, you know, I mean, they they shoved that down our throats. Um, and you can have an intellectual appreciation of it. and And eventually, when you play with that and keep it and keep it around and keep it around, you get to the point where it's like, there are no exceptions. Yeah. Every single thing in my life is a result of my thoughts, conscious, subconscious, and beliefs, which are simply habits of thought. And therefore what's required if I want to change is to change my mind. And that means training your mind. And so that's what I'm doing.
1: All right, we're gonna come back to that. Once again, too deep a question for too little time, my bad but we're gonna come back after that. I wanna talk more about that on the other side of the break. So hold on one second.
0: And we're back. It is Tom Chenault. It's the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault and the one and only John Milton Fogg. He's so old he lost the word Milton somewhere along the line and I don't even know why, because it just rolls out of the mouth so unbelievably. And I just love this guy because he's so real. He's a wee bit tortured which we all are, but very few of us admit it and his authenticity, his vulnerability over the, I think I've been very close to him for about eight years and we've gone through times of not talking and times of, you know, a little bit of space between us, but I've never lost my unbelievable love and respect for his absolute grit and determination through all kinds of circumstance. And every time, I talk to John Fogg, whether it be about Russia, whether it's about Lithuania, whether it's about anywhere or anything, he's always telling me to look inward and I never have been very comfortable with that because I'm pretty much a superficial and kind of guy. And so it's very difficult for me to do that. But if anybody's ever been able to turn me that direction, it is John Milton Fogg and I am in awe of having you on here, John. Thank you and keep rolling. What do you want to know from him now? You got it, the next question. I gotta fix one thing real quick. Okay, good. Okay, so how do you like Adrian? (laughs) How do you like Adrian, John?
2: He's okay.
0: Pretty sharp kid, isn't he?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I think you'd be lost without him. Oh, we know that, but
0: I think that the reason I asked the question is this new generation coming up the ladder are all not hip slick and, you know, they're serious about a profession that has demanded attention to that. And I love the fact that he, among the people that he hangs out with, I mean, I don't know if you know this girl, Barty Toto yet, I don't know if you've run across her, but these people keep looking a lot the direction that you're looking, to get into the deeper self and making people better people, to make themselves better network marketers or whatever profession they choose. And I think you've got a lot to do with that. And I think that, that's what the kind of the legacy I wanted to leave behind because you're getting to the same age as me. And that's something we have to think about is what are we leaving all these people? And it makes me happy that kids like him are coming up the ladder to take over for us because I think 30 years ago with the intellect that you've got, you were thinking a lot like he was 30 years ago. And
2: take- uh, one of the things I've certainly seen about, what Adrian does. I get a a good number of newsletters, which I do not read. I do read his. And I read his because of two things. Number one, he's always thoughtful. And um, this probably applies to Adrian. But I, I always think that a good writer is a good thinker. A great writer is a great thinker. And I think adrian's a thinker number one and i admire his values he comes down on the side of authenticity be real be realistic um anti the hype and the hustle and every every distance between me and network marketing has something to do with the hype and the hustle i just simply have no tolerance for it i should be more gracious than i am uh but it just I've been around too long, uh-uh, no thank
1: you. Can you do it well and build long-term success without the hype and the hustle, John?
2: Yes. <laughs> Somebody get a gun and shoot me. Thanks, John, that's a very interesting
0: answer. Keep going.
1: How?
2: <laughs> well, I think you really have to stick to your guns and be authentic uh you know Tom brought richard up and, and richard 's richard 's close, not perfect, but he 's awful close to uh really building his business with his values and uh, you know obviously human, not without mistakes and wrong turns here and there um, but I think that i I absolutely think it 's doable you know people in major corporations these days and new, uh, new enterprises are, are putting a lot of values out there that are just remarkable and so great to watch. And there is no better business structure that encourages that, that allows that, that rewards that than network marketing. I'm actually somewhat shocked that more people in like Zappos and other places like that are doing innovative, leading-edge stuff more than network marketing because we're really set up for it. We've got the freedom in the structure.
0: I agree with that. And from where you've been to where we are now, to where you're going, are you gonna course correct at all? What do we have? What are you seconds. Have? We've got 30 seconds now, we got a minute and a half. Oh, we got 30 seconds. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. I'll even talk about Jen no hold it thank you <laughs> coming back right after this this is the network marketing leadership show on the genesis communication network put us on for so many years i love ted anderson so many radio stations it's really really been a part of the big thing in my life and we'll be back right after this listen to the commercials and we're back <laughs> sorry Adrian. i just i was like no, i you didn't did the right thing didn't want us to go off a cliff <laughs> you did the, hey Marianne, have a Uh, James bring down that beautiful thing that Brooke sent over in the mail because it's just unbelievable now that we've been talking about him so much and holy mackerel, I love these guys and they are, they've made me better people and it's, you know, seeing John look so good, so healthy I have a newsflash for you Brooke finally came out of the closet do you know what he is? a vegan he has gone completely vegan did you know that? that's why his skin looks so good yeah, did you know that? I did. That's exciting. Contact mapping. Contact (laughs) mapping. I had to map that because, in fact, I've got him in the what's he going to be this week category. (laughs) Hello, Kim Calabrese. Eric Worre is watching. Your old buddy Eric. Johnny boy, that is very, very cute. And anybody, I mean, I went nuts on my Facebook wall earlier this morning about anybody that wants to embrace the network marketing model and gives me any story about not doing the uh, GoPro event on December 11th through 13th, I'm coming to your house because I am telling you, if you're gonna embrace this network marketing model, you gotta go there. And the speakers that he's got are gonna be over the top, it's gonna be unbelievable. Look at this book we just got from Richard Brook in the mail, I actually got myself into, inserted in, for some crazy reason, his uh, latest iteration of the four year career and uh, you'll be able to order that. They're going to do a big roll out of that. That just came in the mail today and I'm actually going to take that to my house and uh, put it on the wall with my GoPro stuff and my Jordan Adler, he's got something that he sent me. So Richard, that meant the world to me that you sent that and that's cool.
1: That is really, really cool.
0: Okay, who else is a sponsor of the show? We've done Richard Brook. We've done the four-year career. We've done GoPro. Is there anybody else?
1: I shall, well, you know, as long as we can make sure we don't have time for any actual questions or back and forth with our guest on talk, on the topic of contact mapping, we're All in right. perfect shape. All right, take it away. <laughs> so, uh, here the, it was interesting, and, and I want to actually bring some of this back in after the break as well, but this, t- this hype conversation, here's what I want to talk a little bit about is you know, you hear network marketing referred to as a, you know, a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. And that's true in a lot of ways. But I think a lot of times what ends up happening is the personal development program is really like a pump up program and that not a whole heck of a lot more than that. And one of the things that I think is a little bit of a epiphany for us recently, or or a rediscovery is that there, would you quit snickering is that, uh, you know, it, it really, it isn't about that. It's about getting into yourself. And it's about that stuff that we, you know, that is between your ears, that has you not showing up believable, that has you not showing up as trustworthy, that has people thinking that they're, you know, that you're out there to get them in some way that has you not being able to move people forward, and then having to resort to stuff like hype and all that other crap to try to move them forward because you can't just do it through the authentic way of really building a relationship. Isn't that right?
0: 100% right. But we have to ask John his opinion. And somebody just said, tell you to move a little bit because they think you died. So you got to kind of move around. There you go. That's better. All right. What do you think about what he just said, John? Were you listening?
2: Uh, No, I wasn't listening. Okay, go ahead. You know, you're, you're famous for love like crazy, then love more. Right. And the world predominantly operates from fear like crazy, then fear more. Good call. And one of the things that I've been digging into is we've got two thought systems, a love-based system and a fear-based system. And uh, the behavior, Adrian, that you mentioned is all fear-based, whether it's resentment or anger or disbelief or doubt, anxiety. Um, Hold on a second. Somebody's bugging me about a network connection here. Sorry. Um, Again, I go back to the mind training. You know, it's like, Contact mapping is an extraordinary application and it's useless if the people are blocked in their beliefs about what they're doing. And so that's the place I want to work. I want to work on that because that's in my own cell, And I've been dredging up stuff from when i was 4 4 years old and that's where that's where it all starts it's an early childhood decision and we've just piled evidence and evidence and evidence on and there is a reason this is a great question to ask is what's so important about my not achieving this goal good call yeah and We come down on ourselves and we come down on other people for having these kinds of beliefs, and it's not like that. What it is, is the goal is really important, but something else is more important. What is that? That's, I'm so scared, I was damaged, I I was traumatized, I'm protecting myself, I'm scared to death to fail, I was humiliated when I was young, Uh, blah, blah, blah. If I make a whole lot of money, I'll lose my friends. All of these things. You know, this is not airy-fairy fakaka. This is real stuff that goes on and people operate out of it. Cool. And that's what I want to deal with.
0: Okay, so go to contactmapping.com forward slash free. Learn about this. This is the kind of lake we jump in with you because nobody wants to jump in that water alone. We'll be back. And we're back, it's the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We've got John Milton Fogg on here. What a total 100% beast. I look at this guy like he's the grandfather of network marketing and, you know, he's my age, but he's so much older in wisdom and in intellect that it's unbelievable. And what I want you to do is pay attention to him. He's got a book that's written on parchment called The Greatest Networker. If you've never read that book, go get that book. But I would also fast forward and find John on Facebook and start diving into what he's talking about. I can't even pronounce the word, and I'm not sure if it is a word, metatonics, but I'll tell you one thing right now, if it's a word, John Fogg's going to know it. And he's dove into it to really really make a difference in human beings lives right
1: completely agree and I, you know this is we, this, so this is our long segment here john and i, I want to go deep into what you're doing because i think you have take you know you've evolved this work through you know you talked about your own personal evolution it's reflected in the work and so talk about what met it's metanoics is that the right way to say it
2: metanoics it comes uh, adrian from the Greek metanoia, which is beyond mind.
0: Is it in a dictionary anywhere?
2: Metanoics I made up.
0: I knew it, good boy. See, it's not cool enough, I'm happy with that.
2: All right. I made up up another phrase, which is a little uh, more dear to you. Um, uh, About two weeks ago, I came up with the phrase (laughs) Denise Hollick
0: <laughs> that is so funny, yeah, well, I'm one of those, and uh, I know a few of my friends are too, and I don't blame them for it until they get to uh yeah, it's awesome. take it away. I'm not even going to step into that. she's watching. she's a big fan <laughs> so
2: I watched I watched you on some I can't remember exactly when it was, but I think it was your uh, anniversary gathering, and you, and Denise came in. And so I thought, ah, a Deniseaholic.
1: She is something else, man. Take it away, buddy. <laughs> so, so what is Metanoics and how can people start to engage in this conversation with you?
2: Uh, there's a group on Facebook and all groups go facebook.com groups slash. And this is Metanoics, M-E-T-A-N-O-I-C-S. And it's mind training. It's about training your mind in, in, in little things like every single day, take a look at what's the best thing that's happened to you today and what is it that made that so good? Repetition, repetition, it works. And that plugs in to, I told you, two sides. Uh, you know, we've got two thought systems. Fear-based, love-based. Well, when you're show, when you're being thankful, when you're being grateful, when you're acknowledging things like what do you love about you, and what makes that special for you, as you begin to play with that and train yourself to be aware of that, yeah. and you you do it with other people. All of this is always with other people, with other people, with other people. Um, we there is a perspective you can embrace or not, but we are all of one mind. And uh, we've got the ego on one side, which ignores that. And then we've got the quote, God consciousness, as we like to say in AA, whatever God means to you, whatever that word means for you. um, That's the other side. And, And as you begin to, you know, it's, it's, it's the reason Tom's phrase love like crazy and then love more is like, uh, you know, if, if the world needed a mantra, that would be a good one to accept. Um, uh, at, at the start of COVID, uh, about April, I just got this wacky idea in my head that I would hand out parts uh, so I, I now have since April walked around with a pocket full of these little satin hearts from Valentine's Day, but I've got a bag of 500 of them. <laughs> and when I go into Whole Foods now, today, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in Whole Foods, you see they have badges with pins that they wear and I wear them on their hats. I've got like dozens of Whole Foods employees with hearts on their on their hats and on their badges and at Trader Joe's and everywhere I go, here's a surprise: the six foot four, two hundred and sixty five pound ex marine with a beard. He loves them. Is- he absolutely loves them. You think it's going to be the cute little girl, right? No, these big burly guys say, "Wow, thank you." So,
1: what did you say to that six four ex marine when you handed him that thing?
2: I said, here, I got something for you. And he, in his hand, in the palm of his hand, he's like, that's really cool, thank you. I didn't expect it. I was totally intimidated. Yeah, I thought he's gonna go like, where's a Budweiser? <laughs>
0: I'll never forget, I was at an AA meeting once and there was a guy named Kenny and he was the toughest guy in my hometown. He would empty bars. And the people sticking around, he'd hit them with pool cues. And so finally he got sober and he walked into AA one time with a bag and I was sitting across the room and he opened that bag and I thought for sure he was going to pull out a gun. (laughs) And I'm starting to run or hide under the table and he pulled out a teddy bear, which is exactly the same thing that you're talking about as the big guy at Whole Foods, because fear drives everybody. And he was hitting people because he was so scared inside. And he finally found people that he could love, that loved him, that he could trust, that trusted him, that believed in him, that he could believe in where he was safe. And as a result, he had a tribe and he ended up staying, doing his life with a teddy bear instead of his fists. And that's exactly what you're talking about with that burly man over at Whole Foods. It's really cool.
2: Yeah, and what would life be like if you and every single person you came in contact with that was a love-based exchange. And baby, I am not saying this is easy. By any stretch, it is so hard. But it's like, I'm training myself instead of to, to, to be vengeful or resentful. Where, where's How can I look at this with love? How can I express that? The more I do that, the more the kingdom is gonna show up, baby, so.
1: It's 100% true. And getting your brain into the habit of seeing that, it's there, and so it's just a matter of, you know, changing out your lenses so you see it. And so I love that you're doing that. I love those little practical things. And when you were sharing earlier about, you know, asking that question of what are you really, what do you really love about yourself and why? That's you know that's probably a a confronting question for a lot of adults, and one of the delights for me of being a father is that if I go home and ask my little boy Hugo that right now, he's gonna go. I'm the best thrower in the whole wide world. And
2: but
1: you know he's just gonna like he is unabashedly you know better at the things than he you know he in his mind he's the greatest in the world at ten different things, and I don't ever want you know I don't ever want to knock that out of him. I want that to, I want to go him to go through life that way. And if only I could go back to going through life that way. And that that's the journey of the work that you're helping people to do together is to do that. And as I do that, the more of it, I do, the more I can help other people to see those things in themselves. Right, John?
2: I sent you the questions that I seven days a week, I go back and forth with a call partner asking and answering these questions. There's one question on there, what's one thing you love about you and what makes that special? And I have used this for 25 years and that is the number one question people trip over and have trouble with. In There's the 19. 19- that's the hardest thing for them to talk about.
0: I can t- I've been doing this ever since I met Fogg with somebody and I can, I've got a friend named Kevin Martin who probably the longest streak of doing these questions back and forth was a couple of months with Kevin Martin. And every day we would switch every other day. I had the questions, the same exact 19 questions. I will tell you all, are you charging for these things now or anything like that? Or can they get them? How do they get these?
2: Well, that's a complicated answer. Um, I want to use them in coaching and I want to put together a uh, a course, and I've been dragging my feet about that.
0: So they're free for right now. So he, you got to call Fog and butter him up and tell him how good he was looking, <laughs> and he'll probably put you in his focus group to get hold of these things. But they transformed me. And Adrian and I, can you imagine being able to look at your son every day and say, what's the best thing that happened to you this week? Name what's made you that remarkable or joyful. I'll just read them all, then you have them for free. No, I'm kidding you. <laughs> but they are. Unknown. and it's amazing to me that all of you are going what's this got to do with network marketing what's this got to do with contact mapping what's this got to do with building better relationships only everything because your success in network marketing is a direct correlation to your success as being a better human being and looking inward and that's why when I started really doing some research into John and what he's up to now he's found the missing look. It's inward. And all of us were all going out there on the other side of the equation. The skills you need badly. But I'll tell you what, the skills came on the front end. That's where I got lucky because I got sober and did that side of the equation before I learned the skills in network marketing. And I didn't even know it. It happened by osmosis and it took until I hooked up with this guy to really realize that by osmosis, I had gotten the feeling the inward part of it before, sharing with other people, powerfully rigid, rigid, uh, serious, What's the radical, one? radical self-inquiry. He couldn't believe rigid. Why, why am I rigid? Ridical. Yeah. Ridical. But anyway, radical self-inquiry and then sharing it with other people and being, you know, tell, I just told that lady today that was pitching us on that deal. I said, golly, Ned's give up the sound clip and just silence. Go inward and love yourself because you're hiding behind your bravado. And that never feels good and people sense it, right?
2: Well, you you know, you were you and I both had the same training. You started twenty years before I did. Yeah. AA is great training for standing up and telling the damn truth. And very hard.
0: Especially to ourselves.
2: Yep.
1: And so, I think that are we out of here in ten seconds. No, we're good. We got forty seconds. So the what I was going to say inside of that, and, and you're talking about love, you know, love is not this mushy, gushy, softy deal, right? Love, love often involves a fist. And, you know, it's it's done for the right reasons. It's done in the way that is meant to support. But man, you know, really loving people is the hardest work you can possibly do. So let's take us to break.
0: You should do a two minute live every day. I've started doing these two minute lives, John, and it's just noise, you would kill it in two minutes. And I'm gonna talk to you about that because the world needs more of you. And I don't know how much time you've got. No, I think you're gonna live a lot longer. So we're gonna come back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian and Tom, we'll be back.
1: (laughs) Just a charmer, absolute charmer. Are you still smoking tobacco, John? Of course.
0: Well good, I wanted to make sure. Yeah <laughs> you know I I love you and everything about you just the way you are I love and you know you and I know that I to, I went through a stage where I was always trying to change you and I thought you know why would I do that right where he is is exactly where God wants him and having you have your kids come home and be so close to you now and seeing the joy that's in your face look at your face right now just smiling but it just warms my heart that you've got that. And that goes back to what you're all about, which is bringing relationships home and getting past the superficial into the meat and potatoes of human beings.
1: That's totally right. And so the question I want to ask you that pertains to contact mapping on the break, John, is how does you do this work? You have, you know, whether you do these partner conversations or you're, you're doing this stuff, how does that impact your ability to build a more positive relationship with anybody you come in contact with? It's oxygen. And how do you get, how, how does that, how does that, tra- like talk through, it wakes you up to this, which then lets you do that in relationship.
2: I, I don't understand what you're asking me, I'm sorry.
1: That's all right, so we do 30 days of these questions and I become more present to these attributes of myself and more capable of loving, how does that impact my ability to go build relationships in a business, in, with a spouse, with whatever? How does, it, how does that translate out into the world beyond just that partner?
2: Well, forgive me, but how does it?
1: <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> tell them. It gives you, it it allows you to operate from a a space of being true to who you are and being awake to what you love in other people and it equips you to express it is what I believe to be true. That's a bunch
2: and more. Um, I don't know how many years ago, Tom, it was when you and I were in Las Vegas and you introduced me to JW. JW.
0: Yeah, JW Wilson, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I came back and dug into his stuff right then and there. Uh, I think at the time he had a website with 32 different pages and I read every damn one of them. Um, And I distilled his five-step learning and its instruction, implementation, coaching, deliberate practice, and rest. Those elements must be necessary. So if you're teaching contact mapping or you want to create a success path for a new network marketer, instruction, implementation, coaching, deliberate practice, and rest. So the instruction is here's how you do it. Now we put it in play. We have a brilliant method called three-way calling there's a marvelous way to combine instruction and practice and coaching in one shot, you know, but you create a success path for people and put them on that path. When they first sign up in network marketing, when they first start with contact mapping, you create the success path for them. And it's based on these five elements of learning. And uh, for instance, Speaking and listening, that's a deliberate practice. That's a, th- those are skills that you practice deliberately. I practice listening, and listening is going to make me better playing the relationship game, playing the partnership game, learning how to speak, learning how to ask the right questions. That's a deliberate practice. There are a number of deliberate practices like that. And step number five, which is my favorite thing, is cause that's the one I catch so much flack about. What do you mean rest? I had a guy in Iran stand on stage after I, I delivered five-step learning to 400 and some people. He stood up on stage and he said, John Pogg's a great guy, but what he said was BS. What you gotta do is massive action for three years, then you can rest. Good job, pal.
0: I love you. All right, we got to come back right after this. Stick around. Bye. And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian Chenault, Tom Chenault, and Andy Rooney. No, not Andy Rooney. John Milton Fogg. And I love him. And he's my buddy. I've known him a long time. And his beautiful children. His son has just become accomplished in the photography business. His son, John, riding motorcycles with his dad and doing life and it's beautiful and sarah and uh, niis and ellie i mean all those things are his most proud accomplishments just like you and it makes me happy to to see this guy so relevant right now coming back to what we stand for which is authentic communication and talking through the tough stuff
1: yeah it's really cool it it well and i think you know it, it i just continue to see your path and our path converge and become more and more clear how converged they always were, that what you're up to is so important, John. And we're we're playing the same game, a lot of times with the same language, sometimes with a little different language, but what what you're helping people to do is just so important. And so thank you for that. Thank you.
0: And then it gets better. So you talked about maybe rolling out a couple of more courses that people are actually able to purchase and participate in. If they fi- if they wanna know that and how to do it, do they find you on Facebook or do they go to that very crazy spelling, Metanonics, whatever it's.
2: Metanoics on
0: Facebook. Just go there. Okay, yeah. we'll plug you into that, John. And we want you back on the show. We think you are a great resource. Uh, during the break, we I had some, pay, some, because of the book that's getting published by Larry and Taylor, people said I should have like a icon and legend panel one of these days. Well, and- hurry up, Tom, we're dying. <laughs> <laughs> we're hurry up, we're dying. Yeah, I, yeah. we haven't got much time. I saw Bon Jovi die today. Was that Eddie Van Halen? Yeah. Not, no, Eddie Van Halen. I don't, I don't listen to music, so I don't know who these guys are. But yeah, so that's. I got three or four. Sixty-five years old, Tom. You got him beat. He's only sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. That's that bodes badly for me. Well, that's the way that goes, better.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm I'm seventy-two. So whenever I listen to you talk about how old you are. I laugh, that is just so funny to me.
0: He's mad at me saying that as Eric. He just gets pissed off when I say the, how old I am because he says it, I don't know why, but you know, it's just a fact of the matter. We've got a legacy that we've got to give back. We've got a responsibility to a great profession. So having said that, Thank you, John Fogg for coming on. We absolutely love everything about you. You're welcome back anytime. Go buy the greatest networker, get to that website of his called that Metanonics thing. And I'm gonna spell it one more time. M E T A N O I C S. So it's facebook.com. M E T A N O I C
2: S. (laughs) Facebook.com slash groups. Metanoics. There you go. <laughs> Stick it in your contact map app. I got it for me. I know I'm a <laughs> I, <like it. laughs>
0: I get notified. I got to go read it. And he tells me sometimes he even tells me to comp, uh, to comment, which makes me feel good.
1: That is really good. All right. How much more time so we about? got? Four. It's right there for 49 past the hour. All right. So we, we love some you. time. Oh, we do. We have some time. We got three minutes left.
0: Okay, well, good. Let's figure out something else to ask him. (laughs) I thought you were closing a little early.
1: (laughs)
2: Well, well I'm getting old. I'm (laughs) tired. He he just gets tired of me. That's all.
1: Never in a million years. So, one of the things, John, that you, the Marianne, the producer, just texted, don't let Tom close the show yet. So, uh, (laughs) I thought it was over. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. So, you share one of the things you passed along that. Just blew me away. Was a a testimonial from somebody who's been working with you on this, uh, on this work, and just the level of impact to not just relationships, but to health, to success in business, to all of this stuff. And how you know? So you know, I'm not going to share all the specifics of that, but I mean, this woman had a wholesale life transformation on every level of her life. An yeah, she didn't she
2: didn't let me say some of the things like off the meds. Yeah. He was embarrassed to say that. Oh. She, uh, she dropped 70 pounds and resurrected a high school athletic career which she's neglected for 23 years and just ran a triathlon. Now this what what her name is Mila and we've known each other for years but we've only kind of worked together and what work we do is these questions. 7 days a week without fail back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Focusing on the goal, focusing on what's in the way, the mind training, all of that. And she just has had I mean those, you guys, Tom knows, you've used those questions. They're magic.
0: And they're I'm, confronting. Some days it's a walk in the park. Other days, after you do it for a few days in a row, you, can't, you go past the, the trite answers and all of a sudden it's getting deep and it's getting real and that's when it gets fun. I, you when you
2: People over. ask me all the time, you mean we're going to do these for a whole month and I said, yes, I've been doing them for over 20 years. Goodness, I change. Questions don't have to change. I'm the one doing the changing. Thank you very much. That's
1: unbelievable. John, thank you so much. I, to hear the way he talks about you, to hear the way that Richard Brooke talks about you, to hear the way that so many people who I respect respect you is amazing to hear, And every time I get to spend time with you, I understand why in a deeper way. And so thank you for being with us today. We love you and we are
2: thanks for the opportunity. And I mean that, you know, that's a cliche, but thank you so much.
1: We love
0: you, man. And, uh, we always will. So see you next week, everybody. A heart for you. (laughs) Send a heart. Well, I'll trade you a t-shirt for a heart. There we go. Fair. You can put yours in an envelope. I got to spend the money on a box. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for watching. Love you, love you, love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.